Hey, welcome to the Never Settle Podcast. This is Luke Merrill. We're going to have a good episode for you today. Get ready. I uh, just want you to know that God loves you. He has a plan for your life and nothing can snatch you away from his hand. Let's get started. It's going to be a good one today. Welcome back to another episode of the Never Settle Podcast. This is your host, Luke Merrill, and we've got a good episode for you today. We're going to talk about how God's love is our motivation for life. And our passage today is 2 Corinthians 5. In verse 14, it says, For Christ's love compels us, because we are convinced that one died for all, and therefore all died. And he died for all, so that those who would live no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. And so, right here, Paul's talking about how we live for God, and it all starts with love. And what Jesus says uh, to the churches in Revelation is, come back to your first love. And, you know, First John says, we love because he first loved us. And so this idea of first love is our starting point for having motivation to do good and to love others and to make the most of the situations that we're in in our present state as a world right now, we are motivated by the fact that God loves us. And so this is very important right now to remember that God loves you. This is a fundamental truth that we need to live by, that we need to uh, tell others about. It's not like he just loves you. He loves everyone. And I love how this passage is saying we're motivated by God's love for us. And it's actually Jesus's love because he's the one who died on the cross. He said, I'm going to go to the cross for you. He rose from the grave. And it says right here that Jesus died for all. And so don't think that it's just you and the righteous. You know, you might be following God now and you might be righteous in Christ. But remember that it's by Christ and that he loves everybody. And you're not, uh, you you know, it's not a club for the righteous, but the church is supposed to be a hospital for sinners. And so let me keep reading in verse 16 to the end. This is just so good. I love what Paul's getting at here. He says, so from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view, though we must we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. And the old has gone, the new is here. And I love that idea that the new is here. We, we know in Revelation, Jesus says, I'm making everything new. So I'll continue. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. And so like when we reconcile ourselves back to God and we're made whole, we're made righteous, we need to do good and uh, good to others and love others just how Christ loved us. And the two greatest commandments, of course, is love God, love others as yourself, love your neighbor as yourself. And so, um, and the purpose in that is that God was, in verse 19, it says that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. Amen for that. And he has committed us to the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. Like God's going to work through us to reach the world. That's what this is saying. We implore you then, on Jesus' behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him 
God made Jesus, who had no sin, to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And here is the crux. crux. This is why the cross really brings heaven to earth. We become the righteousness of God. And this is not something that we do on our own, but it's a gift of God. And we learn that from James. And so we we think, man, I'm so good. I'm so righteous. No, it's Jesus's righteousness. And when we put on that armor of God and we get to the breastplate of righteousness, when we cover our heart and our sin is no more, let us remember that we were sinners and that we were rebelling against God. And But that's not how God sees you anymore. So we have to get rid of that idea that we're sinners all the time. And, but we must not become so enveloped in this idea that idea that we're perfect. We still need God. But don't beat yourself up. On the other hand, don't beat yourself up. Remember that God can use you, and if He does use you to bless others, to love others, and if, there, if this is if there's like a supernatural anointing on your life to love others when they hurt you and when everybody's going crazy, if you can bring hope to someone at this time, do it because it's going to be God's spirit on you. And it says in the Word that He's going to give you the words to say. As you say it, and you won't know before what you're going to say, but he'll give you the words by the power of the Holy Spirit. And so here's the message. Let God's love be the motivation for everything you do, especially today. Right now, what do you need to do today? I've talked to friends that are in school and they have to do e-learning and things. Maybe your kids, if your parents are, if your parents, maybe your kids are like this, maybe you're like this with work, for working at home. I kind of feel that myself. It's like there's this lack of motivation. And one of my friends said, you know, I'm just not motivated to get up, get moving. Like, what's the point anymore? Let me tell you, God's trying to do something new right now. As this verse declared, the old is gone. The new is here. Everything around us is changing. We need to get with the new and get motivated by God's love to do what he's called us to do. We can't give up now. I mean, there's people who need hope right now. There's people that are so afraid they're searching for something. They're thinking about their lives and thinking about death. They're thinking about all the scariness of life. We need to be the hope. We need to be the light. We need to have this ministry of reconciliation that God is going to give us. So get ready. Be motivated by love. I'm pumping you up and I'm pumping myself up because we can't get lackadaisical. We can't get apathetic during this time. We must be proactive in preaching the gospel to being a light, even if we're isolated and we're all in our own homes during this time. How can you reach out to a loved one? How can you reach out to a friend? Can you write a letter to someone in a nursing home? Can you reach out to a neighbor and see if they need anything, especially elderly people that might be uh, stuck at home, okay? Might be shut in during this time. Is there someone you can bless today? And if you can, do it because when you think about how much Jesus loves you, you can't help but love people that much. So there's the message. Love others because God loves you first. And come back to your first love. Be motivated by love. The love of Christ compels us to do what he's called us to do. This is the message. This is the truth. Go live it out today and every single day. The world needs you. God needs you to do what he's called you to do. Will you do it? Be motivated by love today. Hey, friend. Thanks for listening to the Never Settle podcast. This It's been a real honor to be able to share with you today. I just want to be encouragement to you and anyone who would listen. 
So if you could do some for me, just share this podcast on Facebook, Instagram, anywhere you have social media. Tell your friends about it. And if you could like, comment what you think, let me know. And I just want to share Jesus with everyone. And so thank you for letting me do that here. And I just want to be encouragement to you and to everyone. So, hey, let me give you the commission for the Never Settle podcast. I will never settle less than the best that God has for me. I will love openly and genuinely. I will be vulnerable and embrace my imperfections. I will live in God's grace, knowing there is where true life is found. I will live passionately, not allowing my fears to stop my ambition. I will love God, love others, and love life today and every day. Have an awesome day, friend. God's got you.